Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, it is Laura Molitor. You have joined us on the Life Coach Radio Network. I am really happy to be your host this morning on this wonderful program. This is one of several stations um, of the Life Coach Radio Network. I have um, been on the Life Coach chat channel, but this is my first appearance on the Life Coach Radio Network, and I'm hosting solo today. Um, Again, my name is Laura Molitor, and our show is titled Discovering Your Soul's Purpose. I'll tell you a little bit about myself, and then we'll get right into some of the content here, which would be really, it's really exciting for me because these are some of my favorite things to talk about, which is why I'm doing my first solo show talking about these things that are my favorite. Um, I think it's just so important to be able to really find what where our purpose is, connect to it, and then we're able to not only feel like we're living a better life, but we're also able to Bring more to the world, a world that may be in need of what we have to offer. I'm a life purpose and spiritual awareness coach. I'm the founder of Poetic and Powerful Living. I specialize in helping people connect to their deepest purpose, to find freedom, joy, feeling of success and confidence, renewal. I really love bringing people out of little boxes they feel like they have to live in and be stuck with into big grand lives that they really deserve to live. Um, It's my passion to help people get to that place of feeling expansive and rejoicing and new and fresh, no matter what their age is or how long they've been doing one thing or how long they've been thinking one way. So I like working with people and getting them out of those, the little boxes and into big and grand life that is calling them out into it to express and to find new things. Um, I like to move people into lives that are life-changing for them, but also world-changing because when we connect with our true purpose, we really do bring so much to the world as well. We were created to shine and to shine in a certain way and we discover what that is. Um, then we really have a gift to offer. We just open the box for ourselves and also just um, give into the world something new and special too. So that's what I love. That's what I believe in. And it's a lot about what we're going to be talking about today. If you want to reach out to me after the program, feel free to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. My name is spelled Laura, L-A-U-R-A. Molitor is M-O-L-I-T-E-R. You can contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com or laura at poeticandpowerfulliving.com. I have been doing work in this field for many years as a spiritual healer as well as a speaker and an author. Um, And I just really love to help people, guide people into bigger and better lives. So today's show... Here's a little uh, topic reading just to get us going, uh, the summary of the topic. Um, What I want to do is give you some inspiring tips to get clarity on your life purpose and then to begin to live it. So, you know, we all yearn for that deep certainty in life, a confidence that what we are doing is the right thing, 
a purpose that really satisfies us and makes an impact in the world as well. Connecting with this true intention may sometimes seem impossible with the noise and distractions in the world and in our own minds. So we're going to look at ways to connect with our soul's true purpose, to even know what that means. I'll try to give you some definitions of our soul. What does that even mean? And then uh, take a look at some things that might block us discovering that, um, the noise of the world, um, and, and also just tools to amplify that uh, voice within us. I want to start with a quote that I love. Um, it's by um, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, and he actually wrote it as a foreword to a retelling of an African tale called Fly, Eagle Fly. He says, how frequently we have thought that we were chickens destined to spend our lives limited to an earthly existence with limited horizons, whereas we are made for something far more noble. We are made for the sublime, the transcendent. We're not bound to this earth and a humdrum existence, but are made for something truly glorious. We are made for freedom and laughter and goodness and love and eternity, despite all appearances to the contrary. We should be straining to become what we have it in us to become, to gaze at the rising sun and lift off and soar. That's the end of the quote. I just love that quote. And I, he's talking about the word straining. And, and I thought, geez, that sounds kind of harsh. But I, um, I'm thinking, uh, I'd also been thinking about how often when we're really trying to get in touch um, uh, with good things. And we kind of know things are on the horizon. But then they're just, there's just sort of this resistance that comes in. Um, and I think that, that that often is does feel like a strain. But what it really is is our soul talking to us. It's, it's our soul within us that knows what's right for us, what we need, what is good, um, reminding us to get out of the box, uh, get out of the discomfort, and to move towards something new. And so there can be often feel like a lot of, of chafing and resistance when we're moving towards something that is really going to be better for us. So recognize that not as, oh, gosh, I'm so challenged. I'm never going to get where I'm going. But realize this kind of resistance to what is the norm for us, what has been maybe an acceptable thing, um, is, is um, ready to be given up. And if it is ready to be given up, then um, your little soul who just loves you is going to keep pushing until you move out of that little place of comfortable discomfort, the smallness of life, and reach into finding what really is the best and the biggest thing. So um, our soul is that voice within us that knows us really well. It's that voice that God put within us that speaks our true language, um, that knows what's good and right for us. Our soul is also thinks very expansively and loves us dearly. Um, so even though it may feel sometimes like reaching outside of our boxes is uncomfortable, your soul is going to take you where it's safe. 
what I've liked to uh, be reminded, it sounds like when I say, oh, my soul's purpose, that this is my big dream, and it's the soul is a dreamer. Um, the soul is really a realist because it knows you best and knows what is possible for you. Your soul knows what you will thrive at and where you will succeed. So your soul can see where you need to go. Um, your soul is your home base. It's your voice within. It's God's voice within you. It's that divine voice within you that has known you from the start, has followed you all along the way, and wants to lead you to be this wonderful idea that God saw fit to make. Your soul knows you best, and you need to listen to it, even if it takes a while. Your soul is a life force within you, so it will energize you. Your soul is also a love force, so it seeks to satisfy you. Your soul is not like anyone else's, but it is in every way absolutely perfect. It's your home base. It's the core of your own being as you were created to be. It's the life force within you that answers to your name only. You can't escape your soul. It's what makes you, you. So I think it's just important, first of all, just to allow yourself to connect to that withinness and to really begin to love your unique specialness and to listen more to your own soul's voice than you do to the outside world or to what's been seeming to go on in, in your past, um, what that's been telling you. We have a soul that's unlimited. We have a soul that's just right and just right for us and not like anybody else. And everything your soul wants to tell you is absolutely, completely achievable. One of the things I was thinking about last night when I was um, thinking about doing this program um, is the idea of, you know, we say we're not sure I can hear where I'm supposed to be going or what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I feel like I should know, but I, don't, I really don't. I'm confused. And I think sometimes the best starting place, uh, and this came to me last night, is as I was getting ready to do this program and thinking, gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's a solo. We'll see how this goes, but I'm not sure. Then that thought kind of dawned on me. Just know that you know. Trust that you can hear that guiding voice. Be in your own corner from the start because um, knowing that, that we know is is knowing that there is an answer, knowing that we have certainty is connecting with, with that power within rather than um, aligning ourselves with confusion or uncertainty. That's not actually really where we are, and that's really kind of uh, arguing with your soul instead of accepting your soul and what it wants to tell you. Um, so begin with that thought. I know that you know. Know that you can hear. Know that your soul's voice is very clear. And and then, um, so that's a good starting point. It's just more solid than all of this. I'll never get there. I'll never know. Um, I always find that if I am looking for a solution for something and I can't seem to find it, if I start from the standpoint, 
of, gosh, this is elusive. I find that uh, I really can't get clear on anything. But even just that simple statement to myself, you know, there is an answer. You know, there's an answer. I can agree with that. I can agree that there's an answer. And just knowing that there is an answer settles, gives us peace. And then we've cleared out in a lot of ways in order to find um, a better, to find that answer, to be open to the answer when it does come. And so know that you know, and I always like this too from Ralph Waldo Emerson. um, Once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. So one of the things we need to do is just, I think, is just commit. Commit to knowing. Commit to the purpose of coming into alignment with who you are, what your purpose is, and and to, to begin to discover it. So I'm going to ask you a question. You may want to write this down, write down your answers to it or or not, or just think about it a little bit, come back around to it later. Um, Answer these questions. If there was no judgment on me or my desires, what would make me feel the most free and happy, eager, and excited. If there was no judgment on me or my desires, what would make me feel the most free and happy, eager, and excited? And that can be, you know, uh, actual um, actions to take or things to do or career or activities, or it can be just a feeling that you get, um, a description of, of something that is maybe a little less tangible, but that is just something that you would like to feel in your life. <clears throat> what calls to me for discovery and exploration? Could be the same thing, could be something else. And then uh, what, when I think of it, gives me the greatest feeling of peace within? So think about those those things. Uh, no judgment. What being free and eager. What calls to me for discovery and exploration? And I think that is kind of the dreamer in us when we're dreaming. Where do what? Where do we want to be? What do we want to do? Um, and what gives me the greatest feeling of peace within? What just makes me feel like I can relax and breathe? Those are just good ideas to just get a, get you going and trust where they, what they are. Don't judge those either. Just let them be what they are and, and just see where they take you. And I think that's, that's um, the other key is that, that your soul will stick with you. It'll be there. It'll, it just, you keep coming back around to it. It'll be there to remind you of these ideas. So sit with them for a while um, and let your soul generate more ideas from it and take you where you want to go. So we talked a little bit about um, kind of noisemakers that get in the way, um, static that gets in the way. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. But I also wanted to just let everybody know that I'm happy to have someone to talk to if anybody wants to call in with any um, questions or anything. Um, And the the number to call in is 646-716-7000. 
Um, and I'd be happy to hear from you. You can also um, message me or um, write in on the on the uh, event page um, if you're on Facebook um, and just write your little notes. And I'm going to try to keep up with that if anybody has anything they want to want to ask or say. But the the common noisemakers, I think these are just important to kind of take a note of when we're trying to find our soul's purpose and. And, and I hope I've made what our soul is a little bit clearer to us. I know it's kind of this this um, poetic term, but this is this is what uh, it's just the way that that I hear that. It it really is just your inner intention, the genuine you, um, God's voice. I say, but God's very unique voice in you. So I'm hoping we we have a little better understanding of that and. What sometimes gets in the way of us hearing and connecting with that soul's voice are a few common things, um, and I'm sure there are others, but these are the ones that just keep coming up in my work and in my own life, um, and I alluded to them a little bit, um, but one is past history and past experiences. That's a big noisemaker, so we need to be alert to that, we tend to build a frame of reference around what's happened in our lives before, and those arguments can be very strong, and then they can keep us from really moving forward. Um, and I, the question I have for you, when these things come up, and and certainly I've lived it myself. There's been just just a lot of times of of feeling that oh, that you know, how many mistakes can I make? I can't do that again because it's it's another mistake and I, I always do this and when that happens and I go here and then what happens I fail um, and I you know went through a lot of that sense of a little sort of fear of failure although I certainly have changed my mind a bunch of times in my life as well but that sense of a fear of, of oh gosh that'll happen again and the question here is just because it happened before why does it need to happen again and and then even even a better question is what about me now in this moment makes me more ready to do x y z to move forward in this way and and i've discovered first of all it's a really fun question to ask yourself because you see you can look at yourself with some new perspective and start to see that maybe you have gained some traits that you didn't really know you had before Gain some confidence, learn some lessons, see things more clearly, make connections with different people or, or whatever. You're not the same person you were perhaps in the past when this issue came up that you feel you didn't do handle well or that didn't work out. We like to belabor our disappointments. Um, and and it, it isn't really healthy. You know, it's okay, it's okay to feel bad a little bit, but we, we really always have that ability to wipe the slate clean, to start fresh with who we are today, and to really listen to our soul's voice. 
because when we really listen within, there may have been some things about that past thing that we did that were right uh, and, and rightly motivated, but then there may be an aspects of it that really were a bit of a compromise or that um, we really weren't clear on when we did it. So anyway, just reframe your um, questions to yourself when, when those arguments of the past want to come in. This is a new day. It's a new day. How am I different? How can I approach this differently than before? And I think you'll find that, that you have you know, gained some wisdom um, or, or have a new, new joy in something. Maybe something even sounds more fun than it did before, a little freedoms of, of during life. So those past history, past experiences, one common noisemaker. Another one, um, and this was inherent in the question that I asked, judgment. Um, judgment of the idea, you know, when you do, we think about what we want to do and then we tend to put a lot of judgment on it. Well, I can't do that because, um, uh, we, you know, we criticize ourselves or, or what other people might say or how that's just an impossible idea. Um, so we want to put that critic down and get on our own side and, and really start standing up for ourselves. Um, You're special. We're all special and we're unique and we have a unique gift to give as well as a unique place in the world uh, and a unique um, ability to be happy, a unique and right ability to be happy. Um, You know, I've changed my direction a lot of times in my life and, and um, I've looked at that as, as, in the past kind of as not really such a great thing and why do I always change my mind? And, and, and I had a coach that, that said something to me and it's just stuck with me a lot is, is she said to me, she said, you're just not willing to settle for anything less than complete happiness. And you know, that is absolutely true, but I hadn't thought of it that way. That just settled in my soul. I'm just not willing to settle for anything but complete happiness. So I keep seeking. I keep striving. I don't want to be that chicken anymore. I want to peck my way out like uh, uh, Desmond Tutu here talks about, just getting beyond and, and seeing that we're worth more and, and that we deserve that joy and that real fun and, and excitement. And I found that to be really, really a powerful thing um, for me. And, and I you know, want to thank my coach for having thought about that and brought it out in me. Um, but it's helped a lot. So I just wanted to share that with you. So don't judge yourself or your experiences. Um, don't judge your worthiness or brilliance. Um, so, and look at yourself. There's another little trick. Um, when you get into judgment, see the little child within. If I see little Laura within, I tend to think, well, she's not so bad. You know, the little girl that maybe didn't know what she was doing, um, made some mistakes sometimes, um, wasn't always confident, but had just this sweet little heart um, and and a good intention and wanting to be helpful and and wanted to, to... share and and watch over people and you know we all have these little little aspects of our little innocent selves so it's just you know that's you uh 
That's that's the soul that's been with you from the start. And it's the same you. Yeah, you may have changed on the outside with gaining certain things that are good too, like wisdom. But when we get into judgment, just think about that little person. And just you wouldn't judge that little person. Well, the little person is you. So remember that. Um, comparisons is, are another noisemaker. And, and that's why I keep um, hammering home the idea of our uniqueness. You're you. Um, and that's great. You're not like anybody else, and you don't want the life that other people have. You want your best life, and your best life suits you. It's beautiful. It looks different than others, but it's magnificent because it fits you. It's what you were made to be. There's a lot of beautiful butterflies in the world. Um, meant to fly. And they're all different colors and they all go different directions, but they're all gorgeous. Um, we want to let our our butterfly out and we don't need to look like the other one over there with all the different colors in them. Um, we, if, you, if we're alert to that comparing, um, that envy and whatever else it comes and realize that we really can't live anybody else's life, but also we really shouldn't want to it wouldn't suit us it wouldn't be right it wouldn't connect it wouldn't satisfy you have a very we we each have a very unique purpose that just absolutely fits us i can't say i've found that completely i'm discovering it so full disclosure here it isn't that oh gosh now i'm in my perfect life and everything's just as it should be but um the continuing awareness self-awareness and not to think another thing is just being aware is such a big thing um that self-awareness of when something doesn't feel like me that why should i even try to put it on and it seems like every day i'm learning a new lesson and wait a minute that doesn't fit me at all why do i keep trying that and then when i get back to what does feel like me i feel more empowered i i feel honest and not a hypocrite, which is something I don't like to do. And um, it, it's much more successful, much better at being ourselves than we are trying to be somebody else. So be yourself, but realize that that's an amazing power, an amazing, amazing power and beauty and goodness and has potential. It may be daily that we have to keep reminding ourselves to connect with who we really are. But that should be a fun journey. That should be a fun journey. It's a, a, a journey into what God made you to be and, and those you should keep discovering just how, how, how wonderful and beautiful and interesting we are um, every day. And that keeps us young too, because it's just always discovering. We're not old and this is us and it's all over. It's not at all. We're, we're discovering each day something new and, and should be willing to do that and want to do that. That's, that's where joy is. That's where that little child gets to come out and play a little bit more because hey, wait a minute, I never thought about it this way before. I never saw that about myself before. Now I'm going to go this way and enjoy that. And and every day is like that. Every day is, is new. A few other little noisemakers, habitual thinking. I think we talked about this a little bit at the beginning when I was trying to describe the sense of resistance that may come up when we're wanting to make a change. And I think that habitual thinking is just, it's kind of a block on us. A lot of times we just get real comfortable being in our little place of, even our little place of self-pity, 
or discouragement or, no, it'll never work for me, this little voice that you keep hearing, this is this, this is what I am, you know, I can't do this for that, whatever reason. That That's habitual thinking, and um, it's sometimes good to remember times that we have made changes in our lives and, and how great they've felt. So, you know, think of a time that you made a change or you changed your thought even on something in a way that was kind of different than where you've been thinking. What did that feel like? We should want, we should invite that thinking again. We should invite that uh, um, change of thought from the habit into something new, even if it's a new habit, but a, a, a habit that's more, um, by vital and, and assuring and new and exciting rather than one that has become just um, comfortable in its almost in its discomfort. We've just gotten too familiar, just familiar, but not fun. So it should, we want fun. Um, we can be, you'd be a lot more comfortable doing something you love than, than being just familiar with something you don't love. I think that's my thought on it. And along with a familiarity is just the same thing, you know, that sort of fear of change um, and, and fear that we, we can't make it happen or that we don't deserve it or for whatever other reason. And, and we need to remember that um, we don't have anything to be afraid of. I, I love this quote by Marianne Williamson, and I know you've probably heard this before. If listening to this program, you're probably already much of, enough of a thinker that you might have heard this. It's quoted before because it's kind of uh, been widely quoted, but it's really good, and I'm going to read it to you again anyway, about fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. You're all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I love that. Marianne Williamson um, is kind of a spiritual leader and teacher, if you don't know who that is. She's written some lovely books that I've read some of and um, just a very motivational person with a very spiritual basis to what she she teaches, which works for me uh, very well. But just remember the power of being being yourself and and owning your owning your power, that your power, your goodness, your deserving um, and that that really does. It is. It is life-changing and world-changing. Be um, curious about who you are and be open to new opportunities. Take a step forward. And this is another good reminder, too. You can explore without being in danger. You can try something new, test it out, and 
one day at a time, one moment at a time, an idea that comes, it sits with you, it feels good. Try, try, take the first step. If the first step doesn't work, you know, do what I do, change your mind uh, and seek joy in another way. But you've learned something from doing it and probably have started to realize you are a little more fearless than you think you are because you have, because you have tried something that you haven't done before. I'm going to take a little bit of time here now to even to talk also about the other side of, um, of hearing the voice within. Um, and, And I would say it's the amplifying elements to hearing your soul's voice. Uh, But before I do that, I should remind everyone that we are listening to Life Coach Radio Network. Um, And I'm so pleased to have you all here. If anybody wants to call in, again, the number is 646-716-9397. And uh, later tonight on this network, we have the fabulous Brenda Baird. She has a regular program here at 7 Central. She'll share some of her wisdom I uh, want to tune in for that, and I will be on next Wednesday again at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, which is my time, with my colleague and friend, April Flowers, who's the amazing Careerisma coach. She's going to help you connect with your true strengths and find success in business and in life. She's a joy. Um, I love her, and you'll love her, too. So that's next week, uh, at Wednesday afternoon at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, so some amplifying things I want to touch on here. Um, gratitude. Of course, everybody knows about gratitude. It's such a, a great healing tool. When we're feeling flummoxed and not sure where we're going, trying to connect, take a pause. Yeah. Breathe is good too. Breathing is good. Um, and then, you know, breathe with gratitude, gratitude, not just for all I have, what you have, but to what, what is real and what is true. I like the idea of being grateful that I'm in the moment of opportunity. Being grateful that so many things are possible. Uh, being grateful that love is. Love is something. It's, it is. Being grateful that, um, that there is truth to know and to discover being grateful for joy in the world. It, it, it doesn't have to be, I'm just grateful for these things I have to settle for. So I like to take it bigger, you know. I'm grateful I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful I have something to eat. Those are nice, a good place to start. That's all you've got. That's wonderful. But be grateful for the things you maybe can't touch or see, but that really, really make a difference. And, uh, you know, my new gratitude list is I am grateful that this challenge is an opportunity. I'm grateful that there's possibility in the world. And I'm grateful that my soul is going to hang with me and keep reminding me when I'm not going far enough or big enough or not really being honest with myself. So I'm grateful for my soul. 
I'm grateful my little soul inside that just keeps saying, hmm, that's not really the Laura that we'd like to see out in the world. So you may not want to go that, see where you do want to go. Um, conscious quietness and prayer and meditation, that breathing, simple silence, pausing, sometimes just stepping away and going for a walk or whatever and giving yourself permission, give yourself permission to step away and just listen for your soul. Take the time, ask it questions and listen for the answers. So that definitely is a a great idea. Um, And journaling for people that like to do that, if you're a writer, um, particularly if the, the written word helps you, even if it doesn't, it might be a good exercise sometimes. Just write things down. Write down what, what's coming to you, words or thoughts or what's popping up or when you see something. Why did that seem fun for you or why does this bother you? Uh, write those things down and then go back and reflect on a little get us a little bit focused. So that's a good amplifying thing for our, our soul's voice, starting to see what we're doing, um, willingness, like I said, at the, you know, committing, just that willingness and eagerness to know and being curious. So we want to cultivate that rep- receptivity. And that, again, is partly about getting rid of those blocks. It's just like, okay, all that stuff, I'm throwing out all that garbage, that past history, that judgment, and I'm just going to be open. What do you say? What are you saying? What's, what sounds joyous and fun and interesting and freeing and satisfying to me? What do I want to do? What do I want to be? What would I like to express more of? Um, for me, the word freedom always just kind of reverberates in my head. So I have to just keep reminding myself that freedom is not something that I have to fight for. It's something that I am allowed to claim and, and use in a way that feels right for me. But I have to actively kind of do that. Freedom, keep that before a thought. What does it mean to me? What does that look like? How can I make that possible? And then um, hold the thought, um, hold on to the thought and see where it takes me. Um, so, yeah, here's an example in, in my own life of sort of being connected to that conscious quietness that I mentioned, prayer and meditation as well, sort of the journaling thing and the willingness thing. I guess this kind of puts all of those little amplifying things in into um, play. Um, I went to... New York City a number of years ago um, after a period of frustration, discomfort. My soul was very small and quiet within me. I couldn't hear it at all. Um, and I went to New York City for a visit. And I began wandering the streets of this loud, busy city and writing um, just plopping down places, just scribbling what I was seeing and feeling. I was doing some poetry anyway, but, but I hadn't been doing it a lot of it. And I, I just, I was just prolific with ideas and words and thoughts and reflection. My eyes were, man, I just thinking about it right now. is just thrilling. It's just like, I could see like I've never seen before. Everything was like in, in vital color. It was because I was willing and ready. I'd stepped away from, uh, you know, my little world that I was frustrated with and said, Hey, I'm just gonna, I'm going away and I'm, I'm, I'm wandering, I'm seeking, I'm thinking, I'm writing, I'm watching, I'm looking, I'm curious. And in that time, 
writing poetry, I was, I literally felt my calling to spiritual healing work. And it seems so natural and so easy. I dropped my job. I moved to New York. You know, I've since moved back, changes along the way. But at the time, it was just so clear where I needed to be and what I needed to be doing. It was because I had allowed that space to listen, um, opened the thought to opportunity, cleaned the slate of judgment, um, did some journaling and writing, and listened to my my soul. And um, it led me to a heart's desire. And I've been building on that ever since, that, that discovery. I didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know what I was looking for. And it ended up to be sort of a service work that, that kind of came of, of a very quiet sort of spiritual thought within this, you know, loud city. But I heard it. I heard it anyway. I heard it in spite of, and maybe even because of everything that I saw around me. So I really, really recommend taking the time to explore our within voice to listen, however feels right, um, meditatively and expectantly without any limits on or judgment on it. You're allowed to feel whatever you feel. Your answers are allowed to be whatever you want your answers to be. If you hear an idea, a thought, and it gets you excited, it charges you up, it even makes you want to just maybe explore it just a little bit more. It makes you feel a little bit like a new person in it. Uh, if you were doing it, if you envision yourself doing it and, whoa, you just get this great picture of it, hold to that. Nurture it. You don't have to get ahead of yourself with it. You don't have to get ahead of yourself. Your soul is very gentle with you. It'll take you step by step. So we connect with that purpose. And then um, this coming, that idea, nurture it and explore. Explore it. Have, have some fun with it. Um, feel it out. You don't need to share it with 100 people. You don't actually have to do that. What do you think? What do you think of that? that should I do that? Um, there may be times that that's the right thing to do. Um, I'm certainly here <laughs> as, as, a, as a coach right here and a, a spiritual guide to help you if you want to walk through and ponder some ideas. I would just totally love to do that. But it isn't necessary for you to get someone's feedback right away. You can just love your little idea and enjoy it. Enjoy and appreciate oh, that little idea, big idea, that, that voice within you. It may look like a little idea, but if it makes your heart sing, if it makes you excited, if it makes you feel eager, um, especially if you haven't been feeling so eager, then there's not a little idea at all. It's a big idea. And it's a big idea not only for you, but it's a big idea that the world absolutely, absolutely needs to get a, get a better, better look at. Um, because if you have an idea that is, is helping others or is helping yourself, it'll, it'll help others as well. Come in, when we're in harmony with ourselves, we're also um, in harmony with the universe, with 
with God's purpose for you and for all. So that's it. Yeah. It's another good thing to remember. Your purpose doesn't have to collide with anybody else's. God doesn't give you a purpose and go, well, this is what you should be doing, but you know, all these people are going to suffer if you do that. Not at all. Not at all. Your true purpose is harmonious. It, It works with everyone. Don't come up with excuses why you can't because so-and-so and so-and-so and then I won't be around for this or they'll need me for that. And if I do that, that would be irresponsible. Da, 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 da. Um, your, your good values are there. They will hold you in check. You won't go flying by the seat of your pants out into the wind. You will, you will, the you won't suddenly be a great risk taker just because you listen and respond to your soul's call. Well, let's see. I guess that's, I guess I've just been hearing myself talk for a darn long time, and I'm hoping you're hearing me too. Uh, since I don't have anyone to talk to, I can't tell if the the whole system is working. So <laughs> I've, I've shared some ideas with myself, or I've shared them with, with you. But I'm, I'm just really, really glad um, that you've all been here to join me today. If you're interested again in talking more, I'd love to do a discovery session with you along some of these ideas. I also have a little article that was written that incorporates a lot of these ideas. If you're interested in having that to read, I am happy to share with you. It's been published on a couple of different platforms, Thrive Global and Huffington Post, as well as on my own blog. Um, I'd be happy to send you that if you write me at laura at poetic and powerful living.com um, or uh, laura molitor at gmail.com. We are on the life coach radio networks and uh, programming next week, next Wednesday with my guest, April flowers at uh, 1 PM central 2 PM um, Eastern. So tune in for that. I'll be posting on Facebook about that. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I appreciate your allowing me to sort of ramble on in, in kind of a unstructured way and just talk ideas with you. I had a bit of a script set up, but I find that kind of uncomfortable. So um, I just wanted to, to share things that come and I'd be happy to remind you what some of those are. If you want to check in with me at any time, you can also message me on Facebook, Laura Molitor. M-O-L-I-T-E-R. I've got a Facebook page, um, Poetic and Powerful Living, as well as a website, PoeticandPowerfulLiving.com. Feel free to check in on those or check in with me. And that about wraps up our program for today. Looking forward to hearing any feedback you have or questions you have. And we'll see you again soon on the Life Coach Radio Networks. I'm Laura Molitor.